This is The Three Things Podcast. I'm Glenn Kubish. This week's list of three little things from my life that I noticed I noticed made me happy or grateful starts with number one, sounding familiar. There are sounds I heard that proved, because after two years of the pandemic, we could all benefit from some scientific proof, that the Edmonton Folk Music Festival was back. The Folk Fest is about the musicians, but it's not just their sounds that I'm thinking about. There were other notes. The question at the top of the hill, any glass or alcohol in your bags? It was actually pretty good to hear that again, and everyone replying, no, no, and the good-natured volunteers believing them and wishing them a good day on the hill. And the, now, where's my tarp question? It was good to hear befuddled people standing on the quilted Gallagher Park Hill and again asking that fundamental question of place out loud. What can I get for you? At the beer pavilion was a transactional query, true, but refreshing, just the same. All weekend, the hill popped with the little bursts of joy as acquaintances reacquainted themselves with each other, laughed and hugged, and that was good to hear. Watch out, the lantern parade is coming through. Those eight words you will hear only when it's dark on Saturday night and the illuminated sculptures are on the move, bobbing up and across the big hill. Even the rhythmic slap from the row of porta-potty doors on the way to stage three were kinds of punctuation marks on what people were exclaiming all weekend. It was good to be back. On Saturday night, the National was on main stage. At the sight of a natural amphitheater lit by points of candlelight, one of the musicians looked up and into the mic said something brilliant. What is this normally? A volcano? He said. Boom, as my friend Fitz would say. Yes, I thought, a volcano. What's a better description for this mountain bubbling with two years of suppressed emotion now erupting in streams of applause and flashing with sparks of light? Like the sound of spikes being driven in to secure the tarps on the side of the crater that morning, that bit of us sounded back to us. Hit the nail on the head. Number two, segments. The way the giant hydraulic limb off the cement truck arced in segments into the construction pit below, as if it were carefully placing the last bean seed in a row, made me stop. I was on 123rd Street and 102nd Avenue where a new residential building is taking root. But I was also back in the Chinese Elder's Mansion on 102nd Avenue, up from the old Checker Cafe on 95th Street in the early 1970s. My buddy Ronnie's dad worked construction back in that era, before safety was invented. So as boys, we got to tramp around buildings as they were being built. In and out of framed walls, up makeshift ladders, along ledges, over rolls of rebar. What an adventure, being among the dimly lit, musty bones of a building as the sun was coming up. My daydream was broken by sawing and hammering from the real-life construction site and from the sudden sound in my head of the word articulated. That's the word I was looking for. Articulated was the word that described the concrete pumping truck's segmented arm. Articulate also describes the person who can use words fluently or coherently. Right there on the curb, astride my bicycle, I fired up the dictionary on my phone and dug in. Articulate from articulare, which means to divide into joints or to utter distinctly. To be an articulate speaker means something more specific than being eloquent or rhetorical. It, it means possessing the ability to connect one portion of thought to the next, one sentence to the next. It means information or argument flow like the concrete down the cylinder connected to the segmented arm, the boom, as my friend Fitz would say, off the truck above the pit near 123rd Street and 102nd Avenue in Edmonton. 
Number three, whales. We don't get many whales in these parts. There used to be a bronze whale in a pool in the main concourse of West Edmonton Mall that children could walk into. The New England Whalers were last here in 1979, a few months before Bob Marley and the Whalers played the Kinsman Fieldhouse on a road trip. And that's about it, except for the whale that is stage three at the Edmonton Folk Music Festival. It was pointed out to me that today is August 6th which is the anniversary of the bomb on Hiroshima. We're going to sing this next song as a prayer that we never, ever, never, 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 ever, never, ever, 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 ever do that that was folk singer Mary Gaucher speaking to the crowd from the whale's mouth before singing her exquisite song Mercy Now on stage three. Stage three looks like the open mouth of a surfacing whale to me. The pennants tied to the jawbone of the stage's aperture are the teeth of the magnificent cetacean and the troubadour its lungs and tongue. Her guitar, the whale's echolocation apparatus, the whole instrument waiting for a bounce back message. Or at least that's how I see and hear it with a couple of grasshoppers sloshing around behind my eyes. So long live stage three, long live the whales who swim among us. Every living thing could use a little mercy now. in the rain towards another mushroom cloud as my friend Fitz would say boom thanks for being out there friends see you next time hey thanks Terry thanks for everything oh, you're more than welcome